The button. It has been pressed. Yes. Yes. The button, the button is, is free. <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pack Tactics Season 4. This is episode 20, Seeing Red. So much red and My yellow. My name is Crash. I'll be your DM for the evening for this fantastic all kobold campaign. Yes, they are all kobolds. Culturally kobolds, some of them. Uh -huh. uh, Mari is an honorary kobold. Uh -huh. Mari would prefer less honor. <laughs> she wants to be a dishonorable kobold? Mari would not like to be a kobold. Mari is an ambassador by virtue of being one of about two residents of this planet who is not a cobot and not a somewhat undead-ish kobold who has not attempted to kill us or been involved with attempting to kill us. And the other one was a wildfire druid who thought he was a sorcerer. I'll have you know I am a sorcerer! Fireball! He cast Druidcraft. <laughs> There's dandelions everywhere. Therefore, if Mori is not an ambassador, then we are in truly a sorry diplomatic state. Well, this diplomatic mission seems to not be going well. You have entered a Cobot foundry with the idea that you'd be starting it up again with the aid of a Cobot artificer who is with you, uh, 314, uh, to remove the dragon menace from the planet, as is the want of Cog Chipped Claw and several other individuals who think there's just way too many dragons. Indiana Jones had snakes, his father had rats, you apparently have dragons. Okay, Mori has dragons. Mori would like there to not be as many dragons. That's very reasonable, and, and I... yeah. One dragon is two dragons too many. Yeah. Mori would prefer a negative number of dragons. Yeah. Well, you came in, you investigated, you looked around, you found some books that had been charcoal briquetted uh -huh. in storage. They... they hadn't burst into flame, but they'd been cooked the same way that one burns charcoal. And this is the biggest tragedy that anyone has ever encountered, provided their name is Deza. Yeah. We are discounting tragedies that were caused by Deza. Those don't <clears throat> count. Those are accidents, as stated by Deza. Therefore, they accidents. are not tragedies. Yes, that, that works too. Yeah. And in the middle of your investigation... A red dragon popped out of the lava, as they are wont to do, and used its breath weapon on a bunch of the cobot protectors that were there to assist. Uh, Deza approached because the warlock tanked before, so why not again? <sighs> hey, I'll have you know a mage can tank in very specific parts of World of Warcraft, a game Brief. that I no longer play, Brief. and I never mained a mage. However... They can bubble briefly. There's brief moments where it makes sense, but don't brief. do that. No, yes. don't do that. I mean, once you do that, you then wind up doing the extremely important role of holding the floor down while everyone else can fight. 
It is quite possible that Matt would be able to make a wizard tank. Because Matt's been playing wizards in D&D longer than at least some of the people in our circle of friends have been alive. Oh, a D&D wizard tank? That's really manageable. You see, I don't play wizards much. So, okay. Uh, wizard healer, I know, is also possible because some people did that begrudgingly. I am not a very good healer. And Monty, as an arcane trickster rogue, specifically has healing abilities. Oh, arcane tri- trickster rogues get healing? Usually um, I work on things that are too late to be healed. <laughs> Monty specifically has that spell that Bryn has where it does damage to him, but he's able to give life to somebody uh... else. And because... Of Monty's ancestry, <clears throat> Monty is swimming in hit points the way Scrooge McDuck swims in coins. Right. So this is fine. <laughs> this is a paper cut. <laughs> uh, Stinks. I bring the party, and by that I mean I'm the tank, the healer, and the DPS. <laughs> and this is why I cast taste on him. Yes. I'm tank here. Yep. <laughs> Head cannon, which doesn't have to be true. There are moments when Chroma casts haste on people, usually relatives, <laughs> when they're just, not expecting to have haste cast on them. Just so they'll talk fast, like on helium? Monty is stirring his cup of coffee. <laughs> Suddenly. <laughs> Oops. I would just like to say that it is probably a good thing Sori does not know Monty's true nature and has not really ever done more than maybe said hello, because I think Sori would get the biggest crush. Oh, no. Monty <laughs> was there when Daldane cast the wish. Mm-hmm. Monty has a very strong suspicion about who Sori's god is. Because so, Sori doesn't know. So it is quite possible that Monty's longest interaction with Sori was not saying hello because that was one syllable longer than necessary. Just hi. While moving past, while hasted. (laughs) The hasting was not part of what Monty was intending to do, but his (laughs) granddaughter was involved for reasons unrelated to this experience. Anyway, Monty is trying to put that part of his life behind him. Moving forward. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Coffee and Characters, a D&D reminiscence podcast. <laughs> oh, that's inspired. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to this idea. Mm, yeah, that'd be good. I mean, it's half of the episode that we record anyway. Well, 75% by volume. Sorry. With that, for what? Helping you get off the track. Anyway. There was a track? It got covered by the lava. Days Actually, there, there is a track. There is a track in the upper... Left corner of the map. It leads to a cave Right. Yeah. That, I see that one. This was discovered last session, but it's mm-hmm. been a while. Yep. Deza was trying to, to say, if you're nice, we'll let you stay here while we, we do stuff. And the dragon is, did not get fast talked into the idea that kobolds are the natural rulers of this place and should be paid attention to, if I recall. Um, something like that did occur. So... Um, I need to make a roll. Is it the, does the dragon have its breath weapon back roll? The dragon does not have its breath weapon back. That was the roll. 
that was the rule. Thought so. The dragon towers above Deza because dragon and also kobold and turns its head slightly so one eye is looking directly at Deza and says, Are you a cleric? Sorry, my microphone wasn't on. <laughs> I've been sitting here for 15 seconds talking to you guys. Um, Deza pulls out a microphone and taps it several times. Yes. Uh, no, but I know several. Hello? Is, is this Give me a second. I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Does a 24 hit you? Probably. Yes. All right. You take 13 points of bite damage. Oh, wait. No, that's wrong. It's more. Uh, yeah, I, I rolled claw damage by mistake. Uh, you I take mean, 20 points of bite damage. Is, uh, how many hit points do you have? 60. Uh, this, that doesn't oh, even take it right. down to half. Yay. All right. I don't know how many hit points I have. 22. Yeah. Okay, and that is a dirty 20 against one of the Cobot protectors. The dragon is not retreating. I just need to be able to click on the protector that's directly underneath <laughs> Yeah. And I'm going to use the damage I rolled earlier. This Cobot protector is dead. Uh. One could ask if it was ever truly alive. And now that's one less character that the DM has to control. I mean, sadly, it is mortally <laughs> wounded. We will all mourn it forever. Monuments will be built in its name that I didn't give. <laughs> Should I be rolling something? Uh, no, it's the Red Dragon's turn. All good. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and that is 17 points of damage. So that's another Cobot Protector down. Um, with that done, a Cobot Protector that is not dead. Wait, hold on. First of all, it's three Enforcer. I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead of myself here. The the little red line saying, oh, look whose turn it is, were several characters advanced, and it shouldn't have been. Where, where are we in the initiative order? Um, I went down to Deza because it you ended the last session by um, basically giving an oh, ultimatum, okay. and directly after you in the initiative order, because you had a 19 the dragon has an 18. Okay, I thought we were starting at the top of the round. Um, we kind of were, because no one rolled higher than a 19. Mari has a 19, and Mari used her action to... Be terrified. Think about all the things she could have done differently in her life to lead her to a location that was not this exact moment. There, there were a lot of things. Leaving the... Um, hiding behind something, that that's... So, just to have a question, this, this stone table thing that Sori is next to, is it like a table with legs and a space underneath, or is it a table that, depending on what level the dragon is on, you could, like, go use it as a shield? Sorry, would it, just like to know. I would say that it provides partial cover. Okay. It's, it does not have legs. It looks like a... A two-foot-high slab sticking straight out of the raised platform that you're all on. Sori likes partial cover because unless I have screwed up the hit points, Sori has 22 of them and nine temporary ones. I'm pretty sure you screwed up the hit points. That's yeah, level the- six cleric, you should have way more than 22 hit points. Oh. Well? I think you forgot to update them for several levels again. I haven't needed them. Mom. 
I'm used to being squishy. Yeah, as a level six cleric with plus one constitution, you should have 54 hit points. And, and why were you down to nine? No, no, no. The temporary hit points are nine. I thought I made that work, and now it's... Uh, no, you changed your hit points to nine. It's That says... Pl- there, now it bumped. It works. Or you made it work. No, I, I raised your total hit points to 54, and, and it kept the I've... damage intact. Okay. Okay, that's how that works. All right. No, I, I was probably down by some, because it, it hit us with fire, and, and I think Sori was sorry in that or something. I don't no, believe Sori was. Oh, okay. Then I don't know why she had was down hit points. Sori may have been, but I don't remember. It was okay. like a month and a half ago. I'll do it. Oh, so I get hit points back if, if it's been a month and a half since <laughs> you get you get hit points back if the DM cannot honestly remember why you were down hit points in the first place. Uh this is okay. the Cavil Warlock Pact slots <laughs> situation. In fact, you see under hit dice where it says L rest, you should probably click that. That will take out the down... temporary hit points. Oh, true. Pre- but we can but add them back in. She's also down spell slot. No, I was... I, I think I cast things recently. Okay. I'm trying to remember if I've cast anything on the dragon yet. Am I down hit points? Let me check. I can't see. No, you have 54 out of 54. Why am I down two third level spell slots? I only animated one thing. Did I cast another third level spell since we last long rested? No. Did I cast summon undead? Uh, Should there be an undead? Sp- yes. Yeah, righty the, and lefty. Just... Righty no, and lefty. I cast the animate dead. That was one third level spell. Yeah. I, I have a vague recollection that the goose went goodbye, or was that the prior goose? The that was the prior goose. Right. Then I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> Restore one of your spell slots? Uh, unless you cast Absorb Elements, but that would have been I a mean, if I don't have any hit points down, then I presume I didn't need to cast Absorb Elements. That would make sense. I don't remember you casting anything else. So, looking at your character sheet in Foundry, you are only down one spell slot. Oh, okay. So, so they're not synced up. Yeah, they're not synced up at this exact moment. We can fix that later. Okay. Anyway, it is 314's turn. Um, they heroically decide that they're not going to charge into battle. That's valid. Mm-hmm. But instead, move over to this spot right here, which is next to Sori, overlooking the three remaining Cobot protectors, uh, which gives 314 a great view of the two now smashed Cobot protectors. Oh dear, I hope that doesn't come out of my salary that I don't, don't get, get paid, paid for. That's what I thought. I don't want to owe money when I don't get paid. I was really supposed how to be d- looking out for them. How do you even know what money is? I've been around for a long time. That do it. Long enough that I even made a list about all different kinds of mac and cheese. That you don't eat. Details. Mm. Anyway, that's through Enforced Term. They do have a healing ability that they can use on Cobots, but actually, yeah, those three Cobots are injured. Uh-huh. Um, as an action, the Cobot Artificer can heal a construct or structure for five hit points. This ability can also be used if a Cobot Artificer was casting... As if the Cobot Artificer was casting Mending, with the exception that it is magical in nature. 
So they are going to do that on one of the Cobot Protectors, which now has 14 hit points. Its max was 65, but it failed its save against the Breath Weapon. It's Whoops. fine. All right, For some value of fine. That Cobot Protector is going to run forward and try to do Slashy Slashy. And I'm trying to find out if I gave Cobot Protectors multi-attack. I did. Well, um... While we're on the subject of things on the screen, do you mean to still have the game paused? No. Oh. <clears throat> there we go. Now, granted, so far it's been NPCs' turns. Mm -hmm. But yes. Uh, so the Cobalt Protector got a 21 on the first strike, which is great. And a nat 1 on the second. And I rolled critical hit damage, which is not correct. Damage you rolled on the single die is the same as the critical. <laughs> it is. Because I rolled really low on the first one. <laughs> okay, well, either way, it does 12 points of damage to the red dragon. And might be the next to die because, of course. Now, it is Utashi's turn. Hmm, okay. Um, let's see, what can I do? Now, for the record, you can move through a space that's occupied by an ally. Okay. You just can't stop on a space occupied by an ally. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, Unless they're giving you a piggyback ride. <laughs> In which case, you don't have any control over that. <laughs> yeah. um, well, it depends. Mm -hmm. Depends. <laughs> well, COG is quite large. COG would probably give great piggyback rides. Uh, okay, if you don't yeah, mind the smokestacks. Um, let's see. What can I do here? So we're attacking a red dragon, yes? Well, well it started Deza, it. Deza was providing an ultimatum to a red dragon. The ah, red dragon okay. decided to attack indiscriminately, and the cobots are doing their thing. Okay. Um, all right, I'm going to move. I can. Over here. I didn't move. Token collide. Okay, fine. Um, I could probably do this from here. So, uh, bless allows me to bless up to three creatures of your choice within range. I don't know how big the range is. Uh, whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. So I'm going to put that on, um, like all of the kobolds if I can. <laughs> up to three, though. So let's see. Um, uh, who's got the most power to start with, or maybe the least. The uh, range is 30 feet, so if you 30 can feet? see them... Yeah, I can see them. It, yeah, if um, you can see them, you can cast it on them. Okay, so I'm going to cast it on... Um, Deza. Uh, yeah, Deza on, needs it. <laughs> Deza is going to get that, and then also um, Sori and uh, Longcap. I can see them. So, that. What? I, I just accidentally <laughs> made Deza disappear. Oh, <laughs> That was not intentional. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be silly. I'm, I'm not. I'm not actually moving my character. I'm just trying that. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So, was it that I said I did healing word? Is that what I said? Bless. Bless. Okay. Let me go find that. There it is. Okay. So I have bless, and yeah, up to three creatures of your choice within range. Uh, whenever a target makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. So that is what I'm doing for those three characters. Blessed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Assign status. Is there one for bless? Bless one oh. minute. There it is. Down at the bottom. 
It says uh, down at the bottom. It says, oh, it does. Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah. it takes concentration, thirty feet range, and lasts in one minute, which must oh, be. Okay. I'm trying to add the icon to Deza that says Deza is blessed. And Ellie said, "I'm not moving my character," but then the character moved, which I know canonically the character is not moving. But I'm going through these icons, and suddenly they're on a different part of the screen. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All these look like they're harmful effects. Well, no, that one's empowered. That's not harmful. Uh, blessed is second to last row, all the way to the right. You're right. Okay, who else was oh. getting blessed besides Deza? Uh, sorry, I long cap. Second to three. Ask about clerics. Yes, mm-hmm. did ask about clerics. Yeah. Okay, Utashi, do you do anything else? Um. I don't know, but this might help, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, for now, that's enough. All right. So, righty, lefty, and long cap. The three of you all go around the same time in the initiative order. So, what do the three of you do? Long cap would like to use their bonus action to tell the hands to attack the dragon. And um, then long cap is going to summon a ghost. Hopefully also to the, attack the dragon. The hands do flying leaps onto the ba- dragon's back. <laughs> I am proud of them. <laughs> Are they going to grab it by the neck and try to squeeze? Did I just combine them? Uh-oh. No, I had them both separate... selected. Uh, so I was moving them both at the same time. And um, the ghost w- will float up and attempt to to use its deathly touch ability to attack the dragon. And I would like to roll that. I just did a search for ghost, and I have an Obzadat ghost, Gesundheit, Ghostblade Adelon, Ghost Dragon, very thematic, Agony the Ghost, which is the (laughs) name of my new indie rock band, (laughs) Cloud Giant Ghost. Oh, Oh. And just a plain old ghost, which crits. And, um, let me (laughs) check. (laughs) Okay, so that's going to be 16 necrotic damage, and the dragon needs to make a wisdom saving throw um, unless it's immune to frightened. And I don't know what the DC is because the ND Beyond isn't being nice. There are some red dragons that are immune to being frightened. Monty just talks about being cautious every now and then. <laughs> but this red dragon is not old enough for that. So what's my spell save DC? 14. Okay, that's the DC. I like the, um, the what's the word I'm looking at? The imprecision of that line in the Deathly Touch description. The creature must succeed on a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC or be frightened of the undead until the end of the target's next turn. (laughs) (laughs) This dragon has concern. Oh, did it fail? Um, With modifier, it was a nine. Okay, so it has disadvantage on its attacks, I think. It's afraid of the, the skeletal hands on its back. I think it's afraid of the ghost specifically. I think, I think it's specifically meant to be afraid of the ghost. It's really not pretty happy about those uh, undead hands on its back, though. And the ghost is kind of um, going to uh, 
try to maybe herd the dragon downwards by hovering above and a little behind it so that it can't fly up without moving closer to the thing it's frightened of. So flavor-wise, I love that this is the plan. Mechanics-wise, you know the dragon can just stay perfectly still. Yeah, but I don't want it going up and out of reach of everyone. They all starts flying around saying, I'm kiting it, I'm kiting it. The dragon just stays put because there's a ghost above it. <laughs> That's good because I don't think the kiting was working great last time. It, I mean, the kiting did exactly what I wanted. And then Sori made it grovel. And apparently I'm rolling really well for all of my NPCs except the dragon. Aww. Good. <laughs> I know that technically righty and lefty don't have short swords, but ignore that part. Um, immediately, immediately you roll one for damage after saying that. Um, yes, but remember, it, there's a bonus of damage. Yes. So that's actually three a more. That one's a miss, though. I jinxed it. I don't believe in jinxes. Unless you're talking about the t-shirt company. I have a lot of jinx t-shirts, but never mind. Next up is another cobot protector. This one does not charge in. Sensible. This one points its sword hands at the red dragon, and they shoot from its wrists at the red dragon. Ranged attack! Wow. wow. That's a nat one and a nat two. Actually, no, it's not a nat two. It pushed, it pushed the nat one over into a two. It was, it was a nat one and a nat three, I think. Anyway, both were too low. If you add up the numbers, never mind about that. Okay. <sighs> yes. These Cobot protectors not- are are meant to be cannon fodder in this particular encounter. Against low level adventurers, they are very formidable. They started combat getting fire breathed on them. Uh huh. Because they were marching all together in a tight formation that was great for fire breathing. Sorry, we'll remember this. 314 thought it was very efficient to have them all follow each other because then 314 could just say, You four, follow that one. You, march around the perimeter. Sorry is going to make, is making little tactical notes for later when she will presumably be helping Longkep take over the world or something. An, an icon of a petite red dragonborn appears in the <laughs> corner next to the text. Sorry, we'll remember this. Yes. <laughs> she's not wee, she's petite. Cog Chipped Claw attempts to do the same thing that Righty and Lefty did. I'll give you a hand. Oh. Take 1d4 pun damage. Yes. <laughs> he cast Vicious Mockery. I mean, that's that's 1d4 damage. Indeed. Indeed. As a Gearforged Templar, Cog gets three attacks with his glaive. Yeah! Wow. Somebody who actually has attacks. Two glaive. <laughs> or not two glaive? There is no question. There is glaiving. Yay! With a plus eight to hit. Oh, good. Oh, we do have a tank. We have a wind-up tank. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to say it's canon. There is a key sticking out of the back of Cog's body. <laughs> in, in moments where you watch, you just see it go. Tick, 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 
Yeah, I saw that anime. <laughs> it doesn't actually do anything. It's for the aesthetic. I'm sure. His, his creator won't take it out. I'm powered by internal combustion and radiation and my soul. And wind power somehow. I'm not sure how that works. Hopefully you're not burning soul points. No, that's Shadowrun. Indeed. Well, that's a nat 19. (laughs) Let's see if the other two attacks hit before I roll damage. That's going to hit too. 17. Even when I roll an 11, that hits, because plus frickin' 8 to damage. To damage or to hit? Well, to hit, I mean. You you knew what I meant. I was making sure that you knew what you meant. I never know what I mean. That's my secret, Cap. I'm a Kevin. (laughs) I'm just saying, the number of times that I've accidentally applied my plus to damage to my to hit. Also, fun fact, Gearforce Templars have an ability called Onslaught. As a bonus action... They can make a shove attack. But Crash, you might say. Cog is on the red dragon's back. Yes. Are you going to try and shove it flat? He's going to jump up and down on it? <laughs> Maybe? Let's just see if this works first. He should have come over to me. Well, the protector should have left him the space to come over to me. Nah. Cog, picture if you will. The camera zooms in on Cog's body, the background turns into speed lines. Is, Cog, is Cog... Sorry, go ahead. No, please ask your question. Is Cog on the back of the dragon? Yes. I just want to make sure I'm picturing this properly. Okay. Yes. Background goes into speed lines. Cog does a flip in the air and kicks the dragon right where its neck meets its torso. Ow. Pushing Ow. the dragon just slightly further in this direction. You may notice that the ground isn't there. Well, it might be able to catch onto some... So, I've been meaning to ask this question for a while. Am I in the dragon's mouth? No. It bit at you, but you were not eaten. It's not hanging on. Somewhere on another planet elsewhere, (laughs) Vex breaks something. (laughs) I'm going to make dexterity saves uh, for righty and lefty. Probably want to jump off before going into the lava. Ooh, that's Righty a nice got one. a natural nineteen. I'm gonna say righty and lefty both managed to jump off. If I can find, oh wait, there we go. That makes more sense. Put your dragon back, guys. <laughs> no, all the NPCs are making something that I want to do really hard. Sorry. <laughs> the barrels of going first in in the lineup. And then using my action to talk. Yep. That's all right. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to talk. I'm also going to make a dexterity save for the dragon. Oh. A seven. Well, plus the modifier. Oh. Um, which is not high enough. So <laughs> you might think, well, the dragon's got wings. Pushing it o- over the edge just means it's going to hover. Well, yes. Provided it was expecting that. It was not expecting someone on its back to shove it in any direction. The red dragon falls into the lava. <laughs> this mental image of it sort of getting shoved, flailing for a moment like a, a Warner Brothers cartoon. And then, you know, the sort of the, the wings and the head stay up and the body goes down. And, and then... <laughs> okay, serious question. <laughs> serious question. How high was the dragon's head? 
above the stonework, above the floor? Um, that's an excellent question. I would say, depending on the situation, it was usually just over five feet above the stonework. Okay. The reason I ask is, does it crack the bottom of its jaw on the stonework when it falls? So here's the thing. Draconic visages are kind of hard to read by most player characters because their musculature is different. We're all but lizards. You're, yeah, you're all lizards or little dragons or however you want to word it. So Mari might be clueless, but the rest of you are very plainly seeing an expression on the dragon's face of not like this. <laughs> right before it cracks its jaw on the stonework, sending a few stone ships flying in various directions. One of them straight through the ghost, which does nothing because it's a non-magical chip of masonry. And then there's a splash. The dragon roars and says, Ah, uh, you made me bite my tongue. <laughs> but the lava is not quite deep enough to totally submerge your red dragon unless they are actively trying to hide. So it's just sort of sitting there in the lava with lava dripping off of its wings and face and back. Sorry, still wants to, to use her thing when the initiative comes around. <laughs> well, funny, funny thing there. We're now at initiative nine, Sorry. Oh, excellent. Sorry, I believe that's Sorry's initiative, right? Yes. Sorry would like to invoke duplicity because <laughs> the only thing better than, than one Sorry is, is two Sorries. One good Sorry deserves another. Yes, and, and she would and like to we, put... We won't talk about whether or not this is a good story. All sorries are good. Look, I didn't I'm say just a saying, good. I'm just saying I might edit the image of Sori's character art to include a goatee specifically for when you invoke duplicity. So <laughs> yes, we can tell yes, the difference. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yes, you, you should probably do this. Okay, I'm going to move second Sori to have come into being at the edge of the thing there so that she can pretend to look over the edge. And that being her action, she's going to talk. She's going to say, why do you want to know about clerics? For the record, the skull icon just means that that's the duplicate. Oh, wait, that's it added it to both of you. It did. That's not helpful. <laughs> I mean... In some cases, it's extremely helpful. But in this specific case, that is not helpful. Is there a way to designate that it's a uh, duplicate? I'm sure there is. But the question is, do I want to be bothered before the break? Oh. The answer is, no, I don't really no. want to be bothered before the break. No, uh, remember you which one is Yes. Why do you care about clerics? Why do you invade my home? Because you weren't there to ask permission of it. Duh. You were hiding. Like a thief. And because it's nice to begin with. I mean, the dragon was not there to say hello and make diplomacy with. The dragon was hiding. Like a thief. You were not here. This place was empty. I claimed it. Then why didn't you show up to negotiate a better arrangement? The arrangement was this... Uh, my home. I mean, we could have paid you, but oh well. You cannot afford me. You cannot know it was give that kind me. Of orange. You cannot give me what I desire. What do you desire? 
global domination? The opposite. What? Are you a cleric? Why do you want to know? Answer the question. Sorry, is so... If, if Sorry had a... a <sighs> I think someone asks you if you're a cleric. I mean, it depends on if it's, are you a cleric so they can eat you or are you first or what? Well, Maury has healing spells too. And so probably, well, yes. What was that you yelled, Ellie? I said, dang it. Sorry. Now the PCs are making it harder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, there's there's two of Sori and one of her is is crouched down behind the thing so that only this Sori, the, the illusionary Sori is visible. So it's like, well, yes. And she prepares to lose her illusionary sister. Who do you serve? Sorry? Doesn't know and is therefore going to just display her holy symbol that she keeps tucked in her clothes. Is it the holy symbol that I think it is? It's the one that she had on her when she was found in magical suspended animation that she keeps privately to herself and because no one recognizes it except her and she doesn't recognize it either except it's hers. I so, know a select few individuals that- on Circulus who would know exactly what it is. Yes, but she doesn't and she's just been sadly keeping it to herself and she prays over it and and hopes that that whatever god it is 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 kindly disposed to small amnesiac dragonborn who are sure that, that that this is a lovely god who would would care about her if if she were important but she's not so you know is this the holy symbol of the god that crash thinks it is and that was heavily heavily implied earlier in the conversation sometimes probably Whatever a question holy is asked <laughs> for the point of just sometimes a question is asked just to point at something and say, look, look at this thing. Mm-hmm. And that was the case. But yes, thank you. It's funnier that you pointed out. Uh, with that said, mm-hmm. the dragon moves its head closer to duplicate sorry and tilts its head bits of semi solidified lava falling off as it does this it it sort of crumbles and cracks it's not a good look no it's it's doing its best to ignore the humiliating thing (laughs) that was just done to it by an automaton and a few minions and we will not talk about whether or not this act of pointing its head over towards sorry technically has it moving further away from the undead that it is definitely not terrified of right now. So far as any of you besides Longkep are aware. Sorry is possibly going to say, you've probably never heard of it. You're right. I haven't. No one has. That's a point in your favor. It is? This world is ruled by five dragon they dominate everything they ruin everything hey the local gods are dragons that explains everything gods dragons dragons like it it motions with a claw over its body like me but bigger not gods you didn't see all the dragons flying around out there oh yeah i saw those but 
That is a really big leap. I mean, I know we are full of giant egos, but that's a bit much. I was just wondering something, that's all. Oh, what if that's what was making the dream? I think I understand now why the people above keep calling Draconic Celestial. What do you mean above? There's just a sun. Below above. You're very confusing. Back to you. What do you mean dream? Dreams of giant dragon heads erupting out of the ground. Sorry, Deza. Deza is kicking a small can that has somehow appeared in front of Deza. Sorry. Oh, shucks. I had this really cool thing planned, and I just will never get to do it. Yeah, well, Sori's very curious, and also she has a spare Sori up her sleeve. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Nothing up my sleeve except this other version of me. That's Uh full size. Uh Don't ask questions. (laughs) (laughs) The sleeve is bigger on the inside. Wait, no, don't put it in a bag of holding. Ooh. Nope. No. <laughs> We've already gone that route. Anyway. We have. As I did. Anyway. What colors were the dragons? All the color dragons. I have had similar dreams. It's why I came here. It's why I gathered materials. I have no idea what I'm doing. None of this works. We could make it work if you would help us instead of destroying our workers. Gesture at the cobots. Uh, point of order, they're not really workers. They're more like guardians and stabby stabby things. I'm the worker. Please don't destroy me. <clears throat> the dreams implied a dragonborn cleric would help. It looks you up and down. You're a little short for a dragonborn. Sorry, it is because <laughs> she is also a cobalt. Yes, I am a, a cobalt dragonborn. A cobalt dragonborn. I have no idea what that is. That's your problem. Don't call me short. The dragon looks down at you and looks at the rest of the party <laughs> and looks down at you, then looks at the rest <laughs> of the party and just sort of motions with its hand. Like it puts one, it puts its hand at like, Head level for Sori, then head level for itself, then head level <laughs> for Sori, and then looks at the rest of the party again, and then shrugs. Sori is just glaring. Sori is, <laughs> is this close to breathing fire in its face, even though she knows it would be pointless. Ouch! Oh, my cat just walked across my keyboard, which is fine, except <laughs> my hand was on it. Oh, so yes, once son, again, my cat is responsible for the push to talk button. I wasn't intending to hold it down when I said, ouch. Oh, yes, no. Socket. Punish the GM for the Socket has rolled initiative. I think that the sensation when a cat walks over your hand is about what would be accomplished by breathing fire in the face of the red dragon. Yes! <laughs> no, because in this case, I would argue that Sokka did one point of damage to me with a claw attack. Uh, okay. So therefore, this was more painful than if Sori breathed fire in the red dragon's face. Oh, I imagine getting fire in your eyes would still be somewhat irritating. Mm. Actually, it's a cleansing technique. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, Cog is almost vibrating. <sighs> Oops. Primary objective kill dragons and slowly raising his glaive higher. Uh oh. Cog, if you were capable of killing worse dragons by refraining from killing this one, would that satisfy your primary objective? Um, make a persuasion check. Oh no. Oh wait, do I have a uh, do I have a D four added to that? You're blessed. Okay, let me check what my persuasion is. And it makes sense that a being that focuses on logic, you are basically the the kobold version of Spock. Does this mean that I can roll it with intelligence? You know what? In what? this case, I will allow it because you're trying to circumvent programming. Appeal to logic. Spurious appeal to logic. And with that, we have an eight. Uh, Plus one. Can I use my inspiration? I'm trying to find inspiration on here. Inspiration is on um, attributes page. I'm marking it on D&D Beyond, so I don't know if it came through, but I do have it. Well, then yes. Because an eight plus one from a D4 is not going to do it. Uh, however, a dirty 20, I will definitely allow. <laughs> Cogbucket slowly trembling. Not Cogbucket, just Cog. <clears throat> Cog. Cog chipped claw. Slowly, tremblingly lowers his glaive. I think that might work. But let's not make any deals with space elves. The what now? Are we out of combat? Um, Probably. At this point, I would say yes. I think that you might have somehow, with the help of a necromancer, managed (laughs) to cease hostilities. (laughs) Necromancers not me. But necromancers are very good at making things cease. If you had not passed that persuasion check, hostilities would have started up again because the red dragon would not have gone gently into that good night while someone's stabbing it in the face. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And we've been playing for about an hour. If Longcap hadn't passed that persuasion check, I had a backup. Oh, good. Deza oh, is to- also vibrating, saying, let me do the cool thing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, gonna hit the pause button. Don't worry, I was muted while we were talking. I unpause it just in time for my cat to Ooh. grab my sleeve. Socket! Socket wants to I don't to think be he game. meant to grab my sleeve. He likes to reach up and pat my arm to get my attention. Like, hey, you should be petting me. But he doesn't know how to do this without claws. Oops. And one of them got stuck in my sleeve. Ow. So he couldn't get free, which meant he pulled harder. Oh, no. Yank! <laughs> which made it worse. Yep. Uh, which ironically pulled me closer to the microphone. <laughs> anyway, we're back. And I'm petting my cat's head. Or else. Because... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you are correct. Uh, so this red dragon's name is Smedin. And apparently uh, with 1D, but otherwise, yes, you are correct. Uh, 
I liked the idea that Ellie gave us earlier of just having a dragon have a Dutch name. So <laughs> Smeden is also Dutch. I forget what it stands for, but I looked it up. <laughs> a while all back. the dragons so, here are Dutch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're well, saying that this not all of them are, but but most of the ones I've named recently are. So you're saying that we are inside a Dutch oven right now. Hey, that's a great way to make peach cobbler. Just saying. Uh, I don't have one. It's sad. There are people who have Dutch ovens that are enameled because they're supposed Mm -hmm. to not go on top of a campfire. And I say this is blasphemous. Hmm. Well, actually, technically, you're not supposed to put them on top of a campfire. You're supposed to put them on top of hot coals. Wait, why are we in a Dutch oven? Because Uh, it's hot here in the Dutch. And we're in a very hot location. The dragon is Dutch. It wears little wooden shoes, which are actually very, very large wooden shoes. Which are actually ash because you got knocked into the lava. It was in the lava to start with. I'm sorry, Lee. I know from the look you just gave me that what I was saying made no sense. (laughs) The other sibling is in the kitchen. Anyway. Anyway. Smedin has been getting dreams for months. At first, he was ignoring them because, okay, dreams are just random synapses in the brain. This doesn't make any sense. But then the dreams started including things that Smedin was finding after waking up. And the dreams led Smedin to hear. Smedin has spent the better part of a month, because the dream started months ago. Smedin has spent the better part of a month gathering things from various ruined sites and bringing them here. Didn't know what they were for. Just plopped them in a pile. 314 is thrilled. These are the things we need. They are... Oh, no, they're broken. Ah. I mean, they've been scavenged through. Vital components were ripped out because they were shinier. Because dragons, Um, treasure. But they have a copious amounts... A copious amount of raw materials that if you happen to have a significant number of nanites, you can use these to make more nanites, which will then make cobots. And not gray goo. No, the nanites don't last very long outside of an artificer or forge or factory. <laughs> Those are the three beings that really maintain nanites. No gray goo. So far as you know, correct. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm not talk about. about the cobalt gray goo planet that is also orbiting the sun. Nor will we ask questions about why we are on the inside of a Dyson Sphere planet. Yeah, being on the inside of a planet is news to Smedin. Smedin thought that the whole of the universe was just this circle. Nope. There's a whole lot more universe out there. So by digging down, we go up. Eventually. Is altitude an unsigned integer? It's easier to think of it as in and out. Like You go in toward the sun, you go out toward the true surface. So the hokey pokey really is what it's all about. <laughs> Indeed. But do you shake it all about? That only happens when the elves attack. Valid. Or if your planet's axis is not stable. Concerning. This planet has a very stable axis. Almost as if it was engineered that way. This wasn't a home world. This was an engineered world. Either that or they got moved into homeworldy. Oh no, we know it was an engineer. Right, a, I remember that. Th- this is a forge world. It was created. Right, I remember that now. Anyway, 314 takes a half minute to create um, basically 
a scale model of the planet cut in half and hands it over to Smedin, which, keep in mind, 314 is cobalt-sized. They made something that fits in the palm of their hand. They handed it over to the Red Dragon. Oh, thank you for the (laughs) (laughs) M&M. It's just the candy shell. There's no chocolate. It's been licked out. This is a very strange M&M. It's a Skittle. It's just an M. It's a Skittle. (laughs) The DM gives himself inspiration and shouldn't have. (laughs) It's an eggshell, except the egg is round. Just remember, if you truly want to assert dominance, mix M&Ms and Skittles into the same bowl and eat a handful of those while not breaking eye contact. (laughs) And the person you do this in front of will know that you just want to watch the world burn. (laughs) Ellie, what was that? Iza is taking an inventory of what's actually in Ford and making a map of it. Okay. Um, So 314 is happy to assist Iza with listing raw materials by volume and or weight. But for some reason, 314 doesn't really wrap their processor around the idea of we have so many broken circuit boards, we have so many transistors, because the thought process is, well, we're going to break this down into its component parts anyway. Why would we list this? I understand. And As someone what you... who has done crafting in many MMOs, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> What's an MMO? It's like M&M's, except, you know, rounder. What's an M&M? Like the earth, only filled with chocolate. Ooh. What's chocolate? Tasty. I do ask 314, can the protectors be repurposed to tunneling? Um, technically, short answer, yes. Long answer, we shouldn't. Okay. It would involve returning them to their component parts and starting over again. Ah, that is useful content. Yeah, but the good news is I can make lots of harvesters. Like, a lot of harvesters. Which are going to go harvest all the metal they find. Those are the ones that we use for tunneling. Can you make they need- enough har- can you make enough harvesters to clear and repair that railway that I indicate the one in the northwest of three one four closes their eyes and by that I mean the little pinpricks of light that are glowing in their eye sockets go out because they don't actually have eyelids <laughs> and if you weren't aware of this now you are just as disturbed as the DM <laughs> uh, and and they raise a hand towards that draconic visage that you were previously told was there for aesthetics. And a bunch of little cobot harvesters, each with little drills or picks or hammers for heads, start marching out of the liquid metal that is in that pool and making a line not unlike a trail of ants towards the cave-in with the rails sticking out of it. Oh, oh. Sorry, only just now realizes that's probably one of the high-speed rail train things that, oh, no wonder it's a good idea to clear it out. Duh. That's a new trick, 314. Oh, I can only do it that fast because we're in a forge. It's still a neat trick. Uh Oh, yeah. I can only do that twice, and then I have to sleep. I think it's still kind of amazing that a biological can do that twice. Well, and I can't make those. I just... Summon things from other places. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. They were already here. I just kind of put them together. Fair enough. Anyway, I'm also making a factory. Good to know. 
Is there any help you need with that? Or anything we should know about them? We should um, make sure it doesn't... Well, you could help, but the thing is, assuming that we can find materials, which we probably will, this whole place is going to be self-sufficient pretty darn fast. What we're going to need is a few things. One of them is, we need to send a messenger back to say, Hey, we did the thing! And can 314 come back now? Because 314 is very scared. <laughs> but you're doing so well. Doing well means I might get to go home. Aww. Cat 314 on the shoulder. And the other thing is, um, figuring out what we're doing with, um, Smeden. Smeden. Gesundheit. Well, we're going to figure out how to make all of the dragons who would object to us starting this thing up be kaput because that's what will help cog and um hmm sorry is is vaguely aware i think that dragons can shapeshift when they get old enough is sorry aware of this that's an excellent question i would say that for sorry that would be a history check History, history, If history. you remembered your religion, I would say it's a religion <laughs> check. But for you... <laughs> Did that roll? That rolled. Uh, yes, it got a 10. Uh, 9 plus 1. Yep. 9 minus 1. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry. No, no. It got a 9. Yes. Well... Yeah. I thought it said 10 on the die. Anyway. It said 10 on the is, die. She's it's, not it's, smart. <laughs> 10 on the die minus 1. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I've been moving boxes all week. That's fair. Yesterday. I took a day off yesterday. Um, so, I will say that with a nine, <laughs> you, are, you are pretty sure that dragons change shape. They start off egg-shaped, mm -hmm. then they start off small, and then they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And bigger. Uh, so that definitely is them changing. You want more uh, freaking dinners? Oops. Yeah. Eo, you're not muted. Eo's muted now. Okay. Yes, I had to mute because I did not know Dad was going to ask me things. I will continue to state that <laughs> if I'm not going to get upset when someone is going through the nether playing Minecraft <laughs> with their computer <laughs> that, that speakers on high. That oh, happened. no. It did. Mm -hmm. While they're healing the party, <laughs> I am not going to get upset about background noise from anyone else. Nether cleric. There were ghasts involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, that. I feel like this makes sense. Which no, is you're, how I this... knew it was another. <laughs> it makes for a great story. It really does. Mm -hmm. But with that said. Sorry does not know about any possibility of dragons trying to turn into things that are not dragons to try to get around poor Cog's programming. And Cog may or may not know this, but if Sorry doesn't know that she doesn't know, then she doesn't know to ask. Uh -huh. There may be others who will join us. Who've been paying attention to the dreams. Do you even know what a dragonborn is without having the dreams? There are stories. I have this horrible feeling that Sori would, would basically pull up a rock or something and look expectant for a story, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Someone else can interrupt this if they desire. <laughs> Keep in mind, we are not very sociable with each other. And it's out of mute because this is actually doing the number on my voice. Uh -huh. <laughs> Why did I make the dragon so sound so rough and gravelly? 
because I needed to do a different voice than every other dragon. <laughs> well, not every other dragon, but every other character that's involved here. Um, at, at this point, two of them are my default kobold voice, so how do you tell the difference? At least the kobot protectors only communicate through tapping. <laughs> Is, uh, cast precedigitation to clear the gravel out of the dragons. <laughs> it's lava. Oh, wait. If it was lava in the dragon's throat because it used to be gravel, then technically the voice should be the dragon gargling. <laughs> or coughing. You never... going to ask you to do that. <laughs> you never know when it will go down the wrong way. Oh, also, I, I don't remember if I did this last uh, last session, but I'm casting detect magic on everything I see. Uh, you did do that last session. Nothing here is magical. Okay. Uh, Kobots, the, the prototypes may have been created with the assistance of magic, but they are self-perpetuating technology. Okay. Sufficiently advanced to appear to be magic. <laughs> Isn't that arrogant? Um, someone here has mold earth, right? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Long cap, definitely. Eo, uh, I thought I, I heard you say no. I said me. Oh, oh, okay. okay. So Itachi has moved closer to the dragon, but not as close as Imposter Sori because she wants to hear a story. Mm-hmm. By this time, Imposter <laughs> oh, yeah. Sori has gone poof. Oh, okay. I'm, so it's probably real Sori. I'm going to ask Longcap very nicely to help the harvest with their task. Longcap will do so. Um, I don't think there's anything else I need done because unless the dragon's going to attack us again, I can survive with two-thirds of my hit points until we have a long rest. Deza is very badly burned. There, there's scabs. All there, right. There's all kinds of damage. Hey, should I heal? No, no, I'm fine. Nothing I'm a good nap won't I'm, fix. I have holes in me from being bitten. I think you also got burned. No, I was wrong. still at 60 out of 60 when I started the session. It, the bite will also do fire damage. It combines piercing and fire. Uh, Obviously, there was lava on that thing. So I, I'm burned and cauterized. Yes, yes, wow. it's fine. Nothing's leaking. It all got cauterized. It's really. Too I bad can it see didn't do through you. Hmm? I said it's really too bad it didn't do bludgeoning damage. Dragon's teeth res- could do bludgeoning damage if they sideswipe you. I'm, I'm resistant to bludgeoning. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's okay if you want to fight me. If, if you want, if you want to take your revenge or whatever. But all I ask is that you use the club. Why? Exactly. No reason. No reason. Just. <laughs> oh, close who's up. talking? Me. 14 healing to you. Oh, I, okay. Tough. Tough luck. <laughs> she snuck up behind you and went poke and you were healed. That's impressive considering Bizza is flying around the room. Probably oh, hit you on the heel oh. while you were flying around. Healed. Right, while, while I'm talking about <laughs> flying. <clears throat> I have I have a question to ask. Sure. Do I know when my 10 minutes is... It would be really mean of me if I said you didn't. But also really funny. Yes, it'd be funny up until the spell failed while you were over lava. It's true, but it's not... I hasten to add it's not a spell. It is, in the words of 3E, a spell-like effect. With that said... I would argue that something that has a limited duration like that, that is spell-like, in many cases, I won't say all cases, but in many cases, 
you sort of get the feeling that it's getting weaker okay. before it fizzles out completely so you can find a safe landing spot. I was just, in my mind, I was imagining Deza giving a history lecture, walking around a museum, floating so that everybody can see her. And so this this is from the, the thus and such period. And this is a, a fascinating article, artifact, because, and then the spell wears off and she clatters to the floor. Says, <laughs> okay, well, this is a fascinating artifact because... <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> well... If you're not flying over lava, it is quite possible that you can get so involved with the other things that you are doing that you fail to notice that the spell is getting weaker. Right. Or spell-like effect. So your headcanon can still be canon. Fair enough. And my headcanon is, Deza got accustomed to doing this because some of her students were way taller than her (laughs) <laughs> and she still wanted to be able to look them in the eyes. Oh, I haven't. I mean, I haven't had the spell, the spell-like effect for more than a level or so. But that's still possibly true. So, <laughs> it there may have been um, some boots of flying that were borrowed on occasion. Uh, they and, were these you know, turquoise given... converse high tops <laughs> with little bat wings on them. Don't know what happened to them. Given that I have almost certainly have had to give historical lectures to Longcap and Mori, I I would have found this out. <laughs> and you you probably gave them to Sori as well, but in one ear and out the other sometimes. Also, characters that were significantly taller than Deza were specifically named for reasons. Um, I'm not going to do the whole story or stories in mm-hmm. Smedin's voice. I will say. <laughs> That the stories were shared with Smedin when he was little hatchling and the mama dragon was trying very hard to get the babies to just go to sleep. Fine. One more story. And then if you don't go to sleep, I'm biting your heads off. (laughs) This may or may not have been an idle threat. It may not have been idle at all. It was probably not. These are dragons after all. Red dragons. Red dragons specifically. Deza is paying extremely close attention so that she can record them later. Okay. Imagine, if you will, the ta- the kinds of tales that people in the real world have heard about fairies and leprechauns and goblins, etc. Not the kind of tales that Sori has. <clears throat> not so- the Sorry's kinds of tale tales is that stuffed. Sori has. No. It's it, stuffed. No. Dragonborn are not referred to as plush beings. They were referred to as beings that may or may not have been mythical, but existed to assist dragonkind, but were sometimes petty and went astray from doing that. But sometimes, if you left out a little bit of treasure or promised not to murder all of them, whether or not the promise meant anything, (laughs) then they would assist you with locating more treasure or, you know, Keeping your lair free of pests, not being the pests in your lair, etc., etc., etc. Little helper creatures. Pretty much. Like brownies. Or Girl Scouts. Wait, no. Mm-hmm. Those are just older brownies. Mm-hmm. Anyone who doesn't know about Girl Scouts is not going to know what oh, I'm talking about. <laughs> we get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they've learned. My sisters were Google. Girl Scouts uh-huh. and Boy Scouts. <laughs> Okay. Boy Scouts, before Boy Scouts was co-ed, there was a co-ed part of Boy Scouts 
that was it was originally called Explorers, then it split into Explorers and Venturing Crews. Um, I was in both. Explorers ended up being like career path type stuff, oh. and Venturing Crew was hobby adventure type stuff because. Our sponsor was a, an historical society. We became a venturing crew when the split happened. Hmm. So I set up old tents and fired black powder rifles and dressed in clothing from the 1800s. And it was a lot of fun. But that's neither here nor there. You have heard fairy stories, but the fairy stories star Dragonborn. Neat. Most of which are not plausible. Sorry is is definitely contemplating all of these stories and is probably making face little dragonoid faces at the ones that are not plausible. Now, keep in mind, because you live in a world where magic exists, mm-hmm. not plausible means something different. It's not because, well, that would never be possible because magic doesn't exist. It's, well, that would never be possible because that would imply that this being was honest or uh, <laughs> that this deal didn't go south very fast or et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. This would imply that Dragon to hear a story, you know. Uh-huh. She's very kid-like, even though she's an adult. So uh-huh. this story would imply that Dragonborn do not have egos, almost equivalent to that of dragons, and the almost is debatable. Some of the stories have Dragonborn with egos that are even more advanced than that of a dragon. Well, that sounds about right. And the moral of the story is: listen to your mother. Also, <laughs> your mother says, "Go to sleep." <laughs> can you or put she... two and two together <laughs> if not she will bite your little head off crash will you remind me of something in the setting background sure how did kobolds get to circulate there's more than one correct answer ah. the initial party for pack tactics season one were on the flying city of Dang, I'm forgetting the name. It's I it's the gnome the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, begins uh, with an S. One. I got it from the the creature codex from Basic D and D, but never mind about that. Um, for the most part, they were stowaways on that ship, but that flash city. But they may have arrived through other means after the city ended up on Circulus. For a time, Circulus was basically kind of like. It, it was sealed off from all other realities, all the planets, and it was negatively pressured so that when holes started appearing in that seal, things got sucked in from other places. That included a flying city, but it also included, in some cases, houses. One house from the modern world was encountered by a party of adventurers, mm-hmm. um, and in most cases, it included individuals. Some of the members of the original Circulus sessions were pulled in this way. Also, mm-hmm. a few clans of kobolds, including the Chipped Claws. So, when you say pulled in, you mean from other places, from other, like from other worlds? Other worlds, other campaign settings, any place that okay. is not Circulus. I'm, I guess my question is, are we as kobolds descended from... Actually, actually descended from the Kobold Empire. Maybe. Okie dokie. Um, because not all Kobolds were part of the Kobold Empire, just like not all Elves are part of the Elf Armada. Fair enough. So it, it, There's a good chance of it, at least somewhere. 
if there's I, been enough. Sorry. The the question I was asking was: Are we like kobolds from another dimension? Are we like a, another another timeline, another reality, or are we the same kind of kobold who made up the kobold? There aren't enough differences between the kobolds of the kobold empire and kobolds who weren't in the kobold empire to really differentiate. Okay. Fair um, enough. The way I designed the Circulus campaign setting, it allowed for multiple things to be canon because I well, like I would really that. hope so. <laughs> it, it let people come in and do whatever they wanted to do. And I would um, just say, sure, I want to play a petite dragonborn. Sure. Who is culturally cobalt. I want everyone to get 40 temporary hit points at the end of their turn for the entire <laughs> boss battle. Sure. <laughs> Why would you do that? I can't imagine anybody asking you to do that. <laughs> it wasn't so much that the question was asked, it's that I provided some game mechanics and they were used creatively. I don't remember well, which that was. Uh, that was well, the I, end. You, uh, should, you should have words with that player. <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to forget who Tiamat was. Sure. <laughs> oh, that, that I remember, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the 40 temporary hit points was the end of um, critical, whichever critical it critical was. Critical recovery. It was oh, the one where you right. all died and came back. Right, yeah. Right. And you ended it and, by making a god cease to exist. And Crash said, okay, you've, you've got five d20s that you can add to the end to any role you want. And I said, any role. <laughs> <laughs> and Crash said, yes. Crash said, any, yeah. And I said, okay. I... Extend my field that gives 1d10 plus, I guess now, 1d20 hit points to anybody in its field. And then you rolled very well. And then I rolled very well. Yep. That was fun. And I was not going to go back on what I said. No one dies on Zuba's one. I still oh, wow. think that sounds like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> and there are some allies who agree. Yeah. Some of them are kobolds. I'm not sure what more plot there would be since we're building things and we're finding things out. We're asking questions. Deza, do you have more questions to record? Oh, I have so many more questions. And also I have some explanations to give to the dragon. Who had better not be trying to betray us because we are ambitious. <laughs> you have the dragon's in foundry. interested. In Foundry, the dragon just turned around to face Yeah, yes. dragon seems interested. <laughs> I, I like that I managed to get a reaction just by control clicking and then using the scroll wheel on the mouse to make the dragon spin <laughs> oh i found i found out the coolest thing today so if you select the ruler so that it, it does the measure distance mm -hmm. and then click on a thing so i'm clicking on my so click, click uh -huh. on a thing that you can move right and hold down and measure out a distance hold down control and let go and then you can keep on moving distance useful my push to talk is the control key so this is what i've done accidentally mm -hmm. every <laughs> time i've measured anything oh it does this okay, <laughs> okay. here's the here's part two let go of control let go of the mouse press space bar it moves you it, it follows that track oh wow that's neat. The attempted movement collides with at least one wall it's a dragon oh, wow. you think it cares 
That's where good. you yeah, see a what... wall, I see a door in progress. <laughs> that's a that's a good. So anyway, I'm while while we're doing this, I am. Hey. Uh, first of all, trying to find oh, the no. fly. There it is, flying. So now you Very have three fly. wings on your character. Yes. Uh-huh. You are becoming biblically accurate. Because because the edge of the stone is considered a wall, I can't move out of uh-huh. Um Anyway, I am going to tell the dragon about my, at least my understanding of the history of the world. And it's like I, I will draw a diagram to explain that the, the world is like a hollow core. A hollow sphere is what I meant to say. And the dragon is living in the inside of the sphere. Um, this is all truly him- fascinating. Tell me more about how sheep's bladders can prevent earthquakes. Sorry, the joke occurred to me. Please continue. Well, it's less prevent and more detect. I love that the straight answer makes it funnier. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also have a question for the dragon. What are the names? Of the five dragons that control the inside of the DM is checking his notes. You don't just know them off the top of your head, Walt. Crunch. I'd like to speak to the manager. Crash is the manager. Sorry. I, uh, yes. I'm compelled to make a joke. It hasn't stopped me once when I was compelled to make jokes. Please make a joke. Oh no, just the the, the Karen thing. Oh. Ah. Okay. So. I wrote these names not thinking you're going to have to say these names at some point. Oh, no. <laughs> ah. So, Severaxtraz. Severaxtraz. I, I don't need you to say them out loud because I'm not going to remember them. But I'll write them down. To know them. If I can select them probably. properly. <laughs> you should probably put them But also, this is an audio the... format. Yeah. So, the names are Severaxtraz. That's a red dragon. Gorgolistras, which is a green dragon. Pertinax which is a white dragon, Carusatrux, who is a blue dragon, and Xenoluxus, who is a black dragon. And if you know Latin, those are very funny. I do not know enough of the Latin to figure it out. Spell it out. Spell it out. Oh, no. I'm... <laughs> Aww. The DM does not know Latin, by the way. Occasionally, the DM will look something up and say, what is this in Latin? That sounds nice. I'm going to change a letter. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize those as being Latin-derived. I, I would have to use a dictionary. Uh, Pertinax, almost certainly the one we're, we're going to go after next. And Xenoluxus is foreign light. Hmm. Oh, yeah, if we're, if we're an X. Okay. But Xeno's a, um, the black dragon? Xenoluxus is a black dragon. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can see that. Light is foreign to me. Yes, but is white dragon impertinent or very pertinent? Meanwhile. Meanwhile, Mori interjects, which is shocking because Mori's been silent pretty much this entire time. So Maury hearing her like voice to... is like, oh, <laughs> she's here. Mori does not like to talk to dragons. And, and Mori was also here. And you were there. You were there. <laughs> but Cavill was not here because Cavill did not want to be here. Wise. Cavill goes to a lot of places Cavill does not necessarily want to be. I'm not sure that not wanting to be there is the operative. Um... Mm-hmm. And thanks to Cavill's pact, Mo has experienced a lot of places where Mo didn't want to be either. <laughs> Oops. At least he didn't have to go there himself. This is 
probably a better way to experience them than going there himself. Look, here's the thing. Seeing through someone's eyes, I get that. I've done some scrying before that kind of did the same thing. Hearing through their ears, you know, that's more of the same. But smelling through your nose, you quested in the sewers. <laughs> I still smell it. Digitation. Well, that is the session where prestidigitation habitation bubble was done around Cavill. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't just Cavill doing it. <laughs> Cavill's patron provided additional power just to help out this one time. This goes against everything I stand for, except I will not stand for this smell. <laughs> I have found a higher priority. <laughs> a higher purpose, if you will. This all reminds me. I need to. Rem I need to find out how Mazir gets to Plantain at once a year, because obviously she's going to visit her friend. Mazir lives in a magical castle that can provide whatever Mazir wants. Got to pull. What? Which lever was it? Not that one. Oh no! It was that one. Switch. Smash cut to Plantain. Well, just north of Plantain. At a very large volcano. With a dragon sitting on top of it. Wearing a catcher's mitt. <laughs> and you're out. I'm going to say. Can, can we just appreciate the Doppler effect that was going on with that too? Yes. Really good. Really good. Yes, definitely. Anyway, back to this plot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Remember that giant leap that you all took when you immediately thought that the gods were dragons? Yeah. So you know how on the the surface, I know this is technically an inner surface, but the, the outer surface, all of us out there were split into like five groups and each group worships a different god. And you have little colored dots on you. Oh. Because everyone's clicking on me and it's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, no, I'm not talking about Foundry. Uh, well, yes, they have tattoos underneath their eyes, but never mind about that. And they're actually lines, but not dots. Um, Mori, is the god you draw your power from one of the names that I just got? The Pertinaxian hordes worship a god named Pertinax. Oh. And they live on snowy mountaintops. To the correct conclusion. It is quite I possible that the other names that sound vaguely similar to the five gods we worship are, in fact, those gods. And my cat is now moving my microphone away from me because he decided to push on the boom arm. Oh, no. Well, it moved. So he decided, well, what if I move it? Can I knock this off the desk? I mean, it makes a great deal of sense why the gods are so extremely cranky about other about dragons getting power on the upper level. Maury. Mm. Sorry, Maury. Yes? I want to confirm that I haven't been making a bad assumption. You were a cleric, correct? That's the path my father wanted me to take, yes. And which god do you draw your power from? Zeno. Sense. One more question. Actually. That's a lie, and you, you know it. You will never stop asking questions, and we love you for it. I have a question for you. 
and a question. And I have a question for Smedit. Everyone check under your seats. Deza has a question for you, too. I have the horrible feeling I might know what this question is out of character, but... <laughs> yes, <laughs> bees. Check under your seat. There's bees. Um, Maury, are you certain that the hordes worship Pertinac? It's what they call their god. They're called the Pertinaxian hordes. I'm, I am just clarifying. It is possible that they worship the god Pertinax... And there's a dragon that decided, through its ego, was going to take the same name. Well, Smedin, how old would you say those five are? They are the most ancient of our species. Mm. None who have opposed them have lived. Have you met them yourself? I have seen them from a great distance. Well, we have two possibilities. Either we have dragons that are able to grant spells, as a god does, or... Smash cut to Monty, drinking his coffee, and he just goes over and says, What? Dezo's never met Monty. Indeed. Yes, but Monty has, on at least one occasion, attempted to give some of his power to his daughter. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. True. I, uh, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying Dezo doesn't know about it. I know, yep. but still, it was funny. <laughs> or... We have dragons who have decided to assume the name of gods. And in that case, I can't imagine the gods are particularly happy about it. So, um, most of our gods have slightly different names than the dragon names you mentioned. Pertinax is the only one that's, like, dead on. It, that's a little weird. You you have Zeno. Xenoluxus. And Red. And yours, let's see. Your, and your god is Zeno, right? That is the god I was supposed to follow, yes. And what are the other three? Carusa is uh, the goddess of the nomads of the Ashlands. Carusa Strux is the name of a dragon. The blue one. Mm-hmm. I, I know the names of the dragons. And the wa- dragon that was in the wasteland was blue. That is also true. Um, uh, do you want to revise that sentence? The white dragon in the wasteland was also blue. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a blue-eyes <laughs> white dragon. Obviously. Or, or white-eyes blue dragon. Something like that. Yes, no, one the- of those. Um, I was writing quite, sorry. So, um, the, the wild peoples of the forest follow a god named Gordian. Gorgolistras mm-hmm. is a green dragon. Servayusa is the goddess of civilization and cities. And there is a red dragon named Servaraxtras. Pertinax is the only one that's a dead match. And Smedin also says, point of order, Pertinax is a white dragon. White dragons are about as intelligent as a box of rocks. I suppose it depends on the rock, but not caring to disguise your name when you're trying to gain mammalian support does sound... um, Egotistical and not very intelligent. And I will note again that we were told that Draconic was a religious Mm -hmm. language. Low celestial is what we call it. Yes. Smedin looks over at Mari and then rolls backwards into the lava laughing. Mari pats poor Mari on whatever. We don't know what happened. We don't know the consequence. What's the context for that? We don't know the consequence of Deza destroying the beacon at Hightower. The consequence is that you really, really made my father angry. 
yeah, that's that's about what we've got. And a few oh, other people, but I care less about their opinion. The person with the spectacular hair in the astral plane who thanked me and did something weird. I don't know. I don't know how long how long it's been since that happened, and I don't know whether it was before or after I gained that level. It depends on which level you're talking about. The level that gave me keen mind. It was you just before keen it. mind right after you wrecked the murals. The murals are the last thing that you saw without your keen mind. Okay. So Sorry, the, the intact murals. Yes. The, so the encounter with the person with the spectacular hair came after that. Oh no. Um you wrecked the murals after you met her. I did not, because wrecking the murals is what led her to be able to oh, no, destroy no. the... Your ring getting put in a bag of holding sent oh. you to the astral plane, where she was and she found you. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, wow, you're from a place that's kind of sealed off from everything. I know a place that was sealed off from everything. This is neat. Okay, I've got the order in my head backwards. So it's quite all right. That's because you didn't get key mine first. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Uh, probably true. Okay. And Sclorora was very pleased to meet you and decided to alter her plans slightly so that you would give her a hand. You don't know exactly what she did. Right. The player doesn't know exactly what she did. The player knows what the result was, in part. <laughs> But what exactly she did to Deza specifically, you're not quite sure. Oh, the character doesn't know. Well, the character doesn't know what the result was. The result the was game. the the phlogiston being incinerated. Exactly. The I'm character character. doesn't know that. That's the point I'm making. Yeah. The, no, the player knows that, but never mind. Yeah. Um, player, the player knows the character. that. The character does not. <laughs> Let's not bicker and argue about who knows what. <laughs> what? Okay. Mm. I am going to make my my thought process clear. <laughs> the character doesn't know about the phlogiston bee. I know exactly what you're saying, but it's, it's the funny. The character doesn't know about the celestial spheres being broken. The character doesn't know that the outside gods might be taking offense at dragons taking the place of gods on this world. There's there... one god in particular who might be taking more offense than others. <laughs> yeah, and we don't know who she is. Sorry is clueless. As someone that I respect <clears throat> greatly said earlier, I was compelled to make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't dragons attempted to do this god thing before? A green yeah, one, is that recall? No, Melothomax. No, Melothomax. But Monty did it first. Oh. That's true, the mountain core. Yeah. Some dragons have hordes of gold. Monty had a horde of kobolds. It might have sort of kind of been a cult a little bit. I pray that the mountain core will never open. Imagine, if you will, dragon formed Monty holding a kobold in an open palm saying, I just think they're neat. <laughs> that that joke is gonna land with like three people, but they're gonna think it's hilarious. 
I, I think the Marge funny. Simpson potato meme has hit more yeah. than three yeah. people. Oh no, I would, uh, I was talking about my joke. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I got it. I pray that the mountain core will never open. I got it. Locked tomb. Yeah. I mean, considering dragons, probably not inaccurate. Uh huh. They do not want Monty showing up being all terrifying and dragon goddish. Well, I, don't want I would like to. Either. Just because you would doesn't mean other people want you to, Monty. Sorry. I mean, they do worship me. Uh-huh. Yeah, but do you ever show up when you're not in a wrathful smite smite mode? I mean, that is the aesthetic. Uh-huh. And I have to help put away groceries, so I'm going on mute. Oh, I need to get out of the way of the groceries. Yes, please. Because I was sitting in front of the fridge. I'm going to pause anyway. real quick. Okay. I'm, I, actually, I have a question before we go. Sure. Do I remember correctly that Jana got destroyed in a previous session and I had to resummon it? Um, oh, you're familiar, that's, right? No, no, no. That, that's a familiar. Your familiar got, got swarped. You don't have the familiar right now because familiar got glorped by lava going bloop. I remember yes, that. Oh, this right. is true. Okay. Okay. So, so yes, you do the, need to resummon. And you spend the hour resummoning. And okay. th there was talk about you needing a rat to feed to Jana as oh, a way yes, of saying, to, sorry, you got killed apology. by lava. As an apology, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Then I will make sure to do that before we start our next session. Unless we're starting <laughs> right now. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> that this is where we're going to end it uh, for the night anyway because we've been playing for over two hours as the recording timer says uh, thank you everyone for listening thank you everyone for playing my name is Crash I've been your DM this evening who wants to plug a thing? He was Mom Writes Books mm -hmm. Elizabeth-McCoy.com Yeah, that one Someday at elizabethmccoy.com One of these days you can get them at many online stores and hopefully also at your local library. And if you can't, ask them to get them. Because they ought they to be are... available on Overdrive to order for libraries. And for libraries, the cost is list price or cheaper. And the Libby app is nice. And speaking of books. My website is bookofgen.net, actually. And it's got a whole lot of Diablo stuff on it. Go figure, because Diablo 4 just, you know, appeared <laughs> recently. <laughs> Um, so you can find that and other things. There's um, book reviews. There's smart stuff, I think. A um, whole bunch of things, whatever I was in the mood for. And some really long-form stuff that I'm trying to finish and haven't had the time for. It's at bookofgen.net. I'm also the host of the Shattered Soulstone podcast at shatteredsoulstone.com, which, as you may have guessed, is about the Diablo series of games, including Diablo 4 and whatever's going on with the companies. Um, so you can find that at uh, ShatteredSoulStone.com. There's also a Twitter account at ShatteredStone. And speaking of Patreon. You can help us keep the lights on. Patreon.com slash Gaming. Join other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Shanchen, Walter, and patron emeritus, Cindy. And speaking of next time, until next time. I totally blanked on what I was going to say. Oh. So, okay. Second best thought. What do you mean? Are you African swallow? European swallow? What are Africa and European? Mm -hmm. Good night, everybody. Good.
next night. Good night. Alfie is in. Thank you, So long. Farewell. Alfie is in. Goodbye. Sayonara. <laughs> <laughs>